Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins. On Twitter at Bibbs Corner, on Instagram at mbibbs. Joined as always by Maurice Williams on Instagram at Reese on YouTube at Reese on Tiki Taki at Reese Reviews. This episode is unofficially brought to you by Theraflu and Air Saline Nasal Mist. Unofficially, Reese, relax. Ain't no more money coming. <laughs> so here, name dropping products, man. We ain't getting paid for this. Hey, I said unofficially. If it wasn't for these things, uh, I, I would not be here today. Uh, that sounded very dramatic. I would not be doing this podcast right now because I'm these, these sinuses got me going through it. My voice feels extra raspy for no reason. I mean, your voice sounds the same as usual if it's any consolation. It feels different, all right? It's coming out. It's very, like, there's, it's scratchy on the inside. I just feel extra raspy for no reason. I feel like I should be doing a Sahai verse right now. Um, but anyway. So people listening to this don't know who that is. That's okay. If they don't know who that, who that is, then I, I apologize. Look up Sahai to Prince, man. Y'all missing up. Definitely. Uh, no Dope on Sundays. The album was fire. Love that album. I, I didn't get enough praise, honestly. Um Reese, how you feeling? I'm tired, man. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if you can see or tell, but I feel it. My eyes are like so happy right now. I feel like that's the theme of the week for you. Find you've been uh, tired a lot. Yeah, work has just been. Yeah, um, I'll probably be looking for a new job after the holidays. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, this this job was only supposed to be a transition job anyway. Um, I really, what I really wanted to do, I wanted a bank job. Okay. But I remember uh, you mentioned that. Yeah, at the time they weren't hiring. I wanted to get out of the job I was at. Working at grocery stores was something I had experience in. I could get right in, make more money, benefits, all that. But yeah, it's it's running its course. <laughs> I mean, the holidays is not a great time to be in any type of store. Nah. I would say. <laughs> uh, so I understand. I uh, think. Uh, Wait, hold on, man. Let me let me comb or brush my beard. Why I look like I got that the Anthony Hamilton joint? <laughs> this this episode also brought to you by Nubian King uh, beard brushes. Um, I don't know what brand that is? I got this from the corner store, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, you had to do a late shift recently, didn't you? Um, yeah, every Thursday now. Um be working like well, it's optional, but I do I don't mind the shift. I'll be working like eleven to seven thirty. Gotcha. All right. So the late but a late shift followed by an early shift, what's up? Yeah, it sucks, but it's better than when I used to work at my old job where I would work 
two to ten or two to nine thirty and have to come in at six the next morning. So yeah, that's that's some bull. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, I think what I also needed to be looking for another job. I right. not needed to, but I'm supposed to be trying to ch- change careers here. And I stopped looking for a while. Um, and then I saw a post for whatever reason, I was mainly looking on LinkedIn. And okay. I saw a post to like, somebody was like, has anybody ever gotten hired off a LinkedIn job thing? And then I saw other people saying, find the job on LinkedIn, but then go to the actual site or whatever to apply. Cause for some reason, apparently LinkedIn is not actually getting you, getting you to the right people. Um, so it's not, as, it's not as good as Indeed, basically. Basically, I think um, <clears throat> I'm going to try Indeed. I'm, I'm going to try uh, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is mm. I definitely have had success with. Okay, I've never I've never tried ZipRecruiter before. So I have I my have had success with them. That's how I found my first job out of college, actually. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so I got this week off. I'm excited about that. Um, and I'm going to use that time to to look for this transitional transitional job. Try to get my mind back back towards that for the new year. Uh, but that's not why we're here, folks. Right? We're we're here to talk about the Dallas Mavericks. Unfortunately, uh, quick recap of the week we went two and two. Um, I said I thought we'd go two and two. I said I thought it would happen in a weird way. It it did. Uh, Started the week by beating the Suns. Great. Beat the shit out of the Suns. Yeah, actually. Um, <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. was still doing things. Uh, then we beat the Nuggets. Things felt didn't, great. I was about to say, didn't beat the shit out of the Nuggets. Didn't beat the shit out of them, but we beat them. And, it, and they were healthy this time. So it felt good after losing to them without them being healthy previously. Redemption, you know. We we lost to the Suns beginning of the season when we had that big lead, came back, bust their ass, beat the Nuggets after we lost to them when they had their G League team out there. So, yeah, started the week off with some great redemption arcs, if you will. Uh, then we faced the Bucks. We knew that was going to be a tough game. A lot of guys, until the end of the game, a lot of great things were occurring. It was a great game. Yeah. Until the end. Then all, all, everything fell apart at the end of that game. We're not going to rehash it. Y'all know what happened. Y'all been talking about it for the past few days, even after the Bulls game. <laughs> um, and then finally, Chicago Bulls. So Josh Green apparently is going to miss tomorrow's game. So he was out for the Bulls game. People thought it was for rest. Seems to be a legitimate injury. Um, there was a, pl- a point in the game where he had a weird fall. And Remember that. you said you do? The Bucks game, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had a weird fall. And I thought he might be hurt in- immediately. I was like, ooh, that didn't look good. But he continued to play the rest of the game. But you know how that goes. He's young. He's not going to feel it immediately. Uh, but apparently he felt it the next day, and he, he's going to miss the next game too. It is his non-shooting arm, as far as I'm aware, his left arm. Uh, but he has an elbow issue, so that's that's exciting. Uh, Luca should be back for the next game, and Maxi is questionable. So um, I think he won't had a weird fall as well. What were you saying? He won't be healthy, basically. 
Yeah. And again, we're going to be missing our two best, real best defenders um, and Maxie and Josh. As far as team defense, like they pick other people up. It's not just handling their job. They they cover other people's mistakes. So uh, not exciting to start the week, but we do get a light opponent. We're going to say light opponent here uh, at the beginning of the week. Coming off that two and two week, do you have any overarching thoughts about what occurred? I'm just ready to move on from it because, like, it's just created so much. Like, I really, I, I've been on here and I've, I've tried not to get angry. That, the end of that Bucks game kind of made me a little angry. So it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going against what I said. I, I said I don't care. I said I won't let this team get to me. So. I'm trying to, I'm trying to move past it, but it's still so frustrating. Not even because we lost, excuse me. It's because we lost in ways we continue to lose, and I know things won't change. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot, a lot going on there. A lot to dissect. A lot to digest with with what we're looking at here. So. Yeah, I don't have any main – nothing that happened this week surprised me. I mean, they did better than I thought they would. I had them at one and three, I remember I said. so. And the guests did too, right? Yeah, you were the only one that had them at two and two. So. Again, knew it was going to be some weird, a weird week. It was a weird week. But we didn't learn – we did learn a couple of new things. We we uh, we auditioned Kemba. We got to see Jaden Hardy in some real minutes. Yeah. Um, that was exciting. Kemba looks like he has enough. He has a he hit my minimums as far as what I was looking for from him. Uh, we'll see what that turns into long term. Jaden Hardy did some things, and you know I saw some people talking about the box score, and oh he was five for thirteen. But just looking at the box score is not fair. He wasn't just jacking up bullshit. He was driving, getting to the getting to the line. And that is a value add over somebody that just jacks up jump shots. He wasn't Tim Hardawaying his way into a right. less efficient game, basically. It was not a Tim Hardaway experience. Uh, we don't need another one of those. Right. <clears throat> so that was exciting. I think some people forget what basketball players look like um, and not just accessory pieces, role players, but that's okay. Um I, I put out the call and it's been over a week now. What what happened? All I needed was a touchdown from Travis Kelsey, man. That's all, all right. I needed. I just got another one from Geno Smith. He's he's carrying right now. All I needed to hit my parlay, man. That's it. Like I just I've missed so many, so many today. I didn't even put any in. I just needed a break. I, I lost a five hundred dollar parlay that I put ten hours in on, all because the Eagles and Giants game went over forty four and a half points. If it didn't, I'd have won. The Eagles scored forty eight on their own. Goddamn. Yeah, I just are they both high scoring teams? I thought division games usually well, the Giants aren't a high scoring team. Um Division games usually are either like closely contested or pretty low scoring. So I figured that would be the case. 
I figured that would be the case with this. It was not the Eagles ramrodded those boys, but it's just it's not been a good day for me. Let's continue. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, I didn't mean to bring your pain to the light. But uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Well, yeah, at least we got to learn some new things. And it'll be curious to see what happens in these next couple of games with Maxie and uh, Josh Hurt. So, again, I put out the call. What would y'all do differently? You know, it's fun to complain. It's fun to, to talk shit. And and say talk about what other people aren't doing, the people in charge aren't doing. But what are some ideas that maybe you have that that you feel would put us in the in the right direction, if you will? Uh, put out that call, and many of you answered. Thank you for those of you that answered. Um, but first, I'm gonna. I think we're gonna start with. Uh, let's start with Reese. So Reese. Uh, you didn't seem as enthused for this as <laughs> as I'd hoped, but that's okay. Um, I was enthused, not for us though. I wanted, I was enthused okay. for their ideas. All right. So to full full transparency, right? Reese was excited about what y'all had to suggest, and I'm forcing him to give me some actual suggestions of his own. <laughs> well, I did bring something to the table. Uh, I didn't go as far as doing trades or going okay. into next offseason or reconstructing the roster completely because in my opinion, and I genuinely mean this, um, while this roster is not contender worthy, this roster is not great, this roster is not perfect, this roster has some talent and this roster has some pieces. They just have to be used in the correct way. Okay. And I don't think Jason Kidd is the coach for that, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, um, mine is a lineup change. I'm going to go through the starting lineup and the guys I want more prominent off the bench around how many minutes I would like to give them. So starting at point guard will be Luka Doncic. Starting at shooting guard will be Spencer Dinwiddie. Starting at small forward will be Josh Green. Starting at power forward will be Dorian Finney-Smith. Starting at center will be Christian motherfucking good. Now, I contemplated Dorian Finney-Smith starting. I'm not going to lie to you. But I said it's either Dorian starting at power forward or it's Maxie starting at power forward. And I don't want Maxie starting at power forward because I prefer Maxie coming off the bench. On the other hand, I said maybe Christian Wood could start at power forward and Dwight at center. No, I'd rather start Christian Wood at center. I like him banging with centers. Even when he's got the ball out on the perimeter, it's either A on the offense, taking whatever big they have down there out of the paint, or sometimes, in most not most cases, some cases, the center can't defend him on the perimeter, and he can make a move and get to the basket or create his own offense. So our sixth man, um, unfortunately, would be Tim Hardaway Jr. Now, about two weeks ago, this lineup would have been Tim Hardaway Jr. starting and Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench because we see that Tim Hardaway Jr. plays better when he's starting next to Luka. Now, he can still get some minutes with Luka. Obviously, he's the sixth man. He's going to be the first guy in off of the bench. But 
Tim also works better when he has a point guard controlling the flow of the offense. Now, Spencer Dinwiddie is capable of doing that. But we've had our issues with Spencer Dinwiddie's passing. So, after Tim Hardaway will be Maxi Cleveland. That's who gets the, as far as, like, who's getting the minutes. Minutes distribution. Yeah. yeah. Tim Hardaway, Maxi Cleveland. Then, on Kimball Walker. He's the reason I have Tim Hardaway Jr. off of the bench. I believe Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker is more so of a scoring point guard, but he has the ability, especially as a veteran, to control the flow of an offense. Also think he's a better passer than Spencer fucking Dinwiddie, but, you know, it's not saying a lot at this point. Next. Unfortunately. There's a lot of unfortunate shit happening. Yeah, this team is unfortunate. (laughs) Unfortunately, I have Reggie Bullock. I'm not just going to take his minutes away (laughs) as much as I would love to. I'm not just going to take his minutes away, but I do have his minutes down to around 10 minutes a game. Then there's Dwight Powell. Then under Dwight Powell. Dwight, okay. Dwight Powell and Reggie Bullock are both playing around 10 minutes a game. Okay. Actually, I'll give Dwight 15. 15, Reggie 10. Okay. And this is a personal thing, but last on the rotations, uh, we're giving Jaden Hardy some minutes. Like eight minutes, you know, eight minutes in there just to get his feet wet, get him used to the flow of NBA games, the way he's not coming in in garbage time because nine times out of ten, we're either not getting blown out and we're damn sure not blowing anybody out. So he's not going to have a lot of garbage time minutes in the first place. So just to get his feet wet out there, you know, Jason Kidd said in an interview, rookie's got to play. Play the fucking rookie. I like it. So starting lineup, Luka Doncic, Spencer Dinwiddie, Josh Green, Dorian Finney-Smith, Christian Wood. I feel like that's the best lineup we can put out there as far as our best players. Off the bench, in order, Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleber, Kimball Walker, Dwight Powell, Reggie Bullock, Jaden Hardy. Yes, we're still a playing team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in your vision, again, this is moving Josh into the starting lineup and making sure Hardy gets minutes, right? Those yeah, are the main things you're trying Christian to accomplish? Wood. And moving Christian. And Christian Wood. Okay. After, in the offseason, I'm not going to push too hard. Offseason, are you re-signing Christian Wood? It depends on how he looks in the starting lineup. Okay, so you're trying it out. It depends on how much he fucking asks for. But what you, what uh, you what's your max? Twenty million. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going above twenty. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, we also okay. got eyes on somebody in the offseason, but you know I'm a. You want to put a name out? Kyrie Irving. I'm gonna move forward. <laughs> <clears throat> so and another one i mean i have another one but i don't think this dude is a opting out of his contract and b leaving milwaukee so, so Kyrie, are you saying we would trade for him or are you trying to sign him as a free agent 
sign him as a free agent. Do we have cap space? We will. You said that like it was a citizen secret. Like, <laughs> how we get cap space? <laughs> All right, I ain't gonna push you too far. All right. Contract is gonna be over. We can opt out of Reggie Bullock's, opt out of Spencer Dinwiddie's. We'll be fine. Those both get cut in half. I think Spencer's is guaranteed for 10 and Bullock is guaranteed for five. Or actually, I think Spencer's becomes fully guaranteed if he plays 50 games this year. Which put this shit in these motherfuckers' contracts. All right, look, because he was injured, he had to play 50 games last year and this year to make it fully guaranteed in that last year. Let me make some shit happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, shall we move to the people? I would love to. All right. So let me uh let me first. I'm checking Spencer Dinwiddie's. He definitely played 50 games last year. He's already up to 26 this year. So he needs 24 more games. God damn it. So it looks like that's that's about to be locked in. Locked in podcast network. All right. Um Dude, everything. Let's go to these trades <clears throat> that people sent us. So there's a lot of shit in here. I pray I don't forget anybody or miss anybody. What's today? The 11th. I don't think I said it before that. Da 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 da. What did that sheet go? All right. Uh, that sheet go again. Who this? All right, here we go. So the first person to send something in. <clears throat> Screen name is Too Much Mavs at Luca, the number two hookah. Shout out to, to, to Too Much Mavs. He sent in a, a trade, sent in two trades. And the first one, I asked him to prioritize which one do you like better because he traded the same players twice. Okay. So the first trade, he said he preferred this one better. But that is, he acknowledged that it's a very, 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 very unlikely because this team is playing well currently. Uh, it was a trade to the Sacramento Kings. We're trading Tim Hardaway Jr., Dwight Powell, and Christian Wood. We're getting back Rashawn Holmes and De'Aaron Fox. This about to be one of those, man. Like, is this what we fucking doing, man? You didn't put a disclaim out there for it to make it realistic, did you? Uh, I don't think so at this point. This yeah. was sent. This was sent like. This was sent last Monday. So, like, I had just mentioned it on the Sunday podcast. I hadn't really given any details. Um, so that was the first one. So then the second one. This one is different. This one is. Not going to hopefully make you lose your mind. Trading with the Knicks. This time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. You got to do what you got to do. The relationship is there. This time we're trading Christian Wood and Dwight Powell. And I just realized this trade is going to give us some problems. <laughs> but let's let's see it through. We're getting back. Derrick Rose. Cam Reddish. And Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, Rose and Reddish. Who? 
Who are we getting back? No, we're trading who? Christian Wood and Dwight Powell, both expiring. And we're getting Derrick Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, and Cam Reddish. Correct. Okay. Um, we know Rose and Reddish are on the block, and I believe they said they would attach quickly to Rose to trade them, so they're all available, according to the market. Now, after this trade, we have JaVal McGee and Maxi Kleber as our only bigs. <laughs> That's going to be exp- – we would need to do some additional moves after that. So you mean to tell me a team that has Isaiah Hartenstein, Taj Gibson, and Mitchell Robinson in the rotation are now adding the White Powell and Christian Wood for what? Don't forget Julius Randle. And Julius Randle. I guess cap space. <laughs> I, I just that and and why are we you know what? All right, cool. I thought you said this what this one wasn't gonna, you know. This was like I said, this was sent on Monday before I asked for the details and whatnot. Okay. Fair enough. Let's move forward. It's not fair enough. I'm sorry. Five days ago. So this was on Tuesday. Again, before I put out the official call. uh, Bang Bros. Uh, The ad name is D-O-D-O. So Dodo without the E's. And Reggie is the ad name. Clearly a fan account. They said trade Tim Hardaway Jr. and two firsts to the Washington Wizards for Kyle Kuzma and Rui Hachimura. We'd be lucky if Tim Hardaway and two firsts just gets us Kyle Kuzma. (laughs) (laughs) We would be lucky. Do you understand me? We walking into a Maserati dealership and telling them best I can do is 10K. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. I love the I love the vision. I like those players. You're enthusiastic for sure. I like those players. Look, let me go back. Like I even I don't like Rashawn Holmes. I feel like we'd just be swapping Holmes and Wood. They don't play the exact same way, but they're both offensive bigs who don't give you much on the other side of the ball. Um, De'Aaron Fox is one of my favorite players. He's also hooping right now. He's been on some bullshit recently, though. Like the beam. I still like him. Yeah, Kings are not doing – Kings are not getting rid of De'Aaron Fox right now. Absolutely not. Um. On the, the Knicks side, the if idea was, of Rose, it wouldn't be for that shit. Go ahead. And if they was, it wouldn't be for that shit. Right. On the Knicks trade, Rose, the idea of Rose has been dampened for, for me by the addition of Kemba Walker. It, the team would be way too redundant. There's yeah. no room for all of them. Right. So we'd have excess. Now we'd ha- then we'd have an excess of old guards. And excessive guards, period. guards, period. We have old guard, too many old guards and too many young guards. Yeah, too many wings, like and no bigs, just Maxi and JaVale. Like, what the fuck? Maxi already fallen off, <laughs> off the bow. Like, JaVale is already like, man, don't get me. That chef and uh, that chef that always does the ribs and he taps them and the meat come off the bone. That's that's what Maxi looking like right now. Like, 
we about to stretch that boy thin. Oh my god. Uh Cam Reddish, I do have on my long, long list of guys to keep an eye on. <laughs> just because he's young and athletic. Not because of anything I've actually seen him do. I do like Cam Reddish. In the NBA. He's a guy that should be on our radar. Yeah. <clears throat> Emmanuel quickly, not so much. Because he's just gonna get in the way of Jaden Hardy. I think that's that's fair. Now, would it be bad to get him as an asset play? No. Absolutely. But just to get him, I, I wouldn't do it because that's like I said, I, I think his ceiling might be higher than Jaden Hardy's. Do I? Yeah. I don't I can't say so at this point in time. So. I can't say that. Based on what I've seen from Jaden Hardy, I can't say that necessarily i i really like Jaden hardy's potential i'm not gonna say the things i'm thinking but i really like what Jaden hardy could become if he settles into his game if his mind is right and uh he focuses on the things that he can do well versus trying to be more than thinking like uh if i had to make a comparison scary terry rosia i'm thinking that's, he's in the archetype, Monte Ellis. Monte Ellis. And we're going to stop there before he gets out. Uh, that's, 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 we're going to stop it. there. <laughs> but those are the type of guys, like the, 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 the hyperactive bucket getters, like that are supremely confident can take over a game. That's, that's, I must, like I said, I'm going to stop there before I get, before I get ahead of myself. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that's that. Rui Hachimura, you know I've liked him for a long time. Uh, he seems to be doing well in Washington this year. I'm glad he got his mind right. I'm, I'm, I know he was going through some stuff last year. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, bucket getter. He's not old. No. And apparently he wants that that bag, and Washington may or may not want to give him that bag. I think they should. I, I mean, don't know. Throwing money around, why the fuck not? I don't know why they wouldn't, but that's allegedly in the ethos is that they might not want to. So whatever. Let's move forward. I don't want to take forever on this. All right. TGK. Uh, the Garcia kid. Uh, his uh, current at, or his current handle is or at not at his current name on Twitter is TGK versus Jason kid. Uh, he does YouTube videos. Check him out. The Garcia kid His. uh, handle i just i don't know if he changed this recently or not his handle is at the garcia kid but it's spelled like jason kid's name and then it's an underscore um that's the homie though so he did a whole episode actually on this uh he said dallas mavericks it's titled dallas mavericks lineups need changes here's how to fix it so definitely go check it out okay He he breaks down everything that he sent he gave me like the breakdown so i didn't have to like analyze the video and take notes so appreciate you doing that brother um let's see all right so he said for the assignment not speaking on trades this is my starting lineup and minutes distribution so he did what you did um with Kemba and Hardy and McGee minutes being a fluid situation those minutes can be given to the main players or to either of those three so when we go through it we'll keep that in mind so starting Luca. 36 minutes a game. Josh Green, 28 minutes. Dorian Finney-Smith, 34 minutes. 
Christian Wood, 32. Maxi Kleba, 20 minutes starting lineup. Um, statistically, those first or those four, Luca, Green, Wood, Kleber, those are those two man pairings are our elite. And then DFS is the third or the fifth man there. Off the bench, Spencer, 28 minutes. Tim Hardaway Jr., 20 minutes. Block 12, Powell 12, McGee 8. Kemba 5, Hardy 5. And again, he said Kemba, Hardy, McGee minutes. So that's 8 minutes for McGee, 5 for Kemba, 5 for Hardy. He said they can all go to one of those guys or just split between them. Okay. So, depending on the scenario, basically. Depending on what we need that night. Right. Um, let me open this up. My, I, I hit my limit for Twitter today. So, I had to be. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. He said the first five are the starters and remainder are the bench role play. Okay. Yeah. I got that much. Frank, Bertons, and Penson are not getting minutes. I don't think anybody's shocked by that. Um, he also added a note, all of this minutes distribution is broken down in that video. Uh, but he thinks that if kid went with this lineup and minutes distribution, it would help our team a lot, which would allow for us to see what we actually need on the trade market. That's fair. That, that, the lineup is pretty, pretty big. The starting lineup. Yeah. That's a huge starting lineup. Yeah. I'm not mad at it though. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. Um and then with Spencer being the first man off the bench for Maxi, that works too. Wood slides to the five, Finney Smith. That basically comes back to your starting lineup at that point. Yep. Except it doesn't start the game, it comes in at the six minute mark or whatever. Uh so something to keep in mind there. <clears throat> Thank you, uh Garcia Kid. Let's keep it moving. Next one comes from, uh, his name is Lucas, or it's Lucas with a K, and his at is at Lucas with a K, another S, and then Will. So Lucas, Luke ass Will. Sorry, man. I'm just trying to paint a picture so people can find you. All right. So he had a trade with the Indiana Pacers. This is a uh, hot one that's been around for like five years now, it feels like. Uh, here we go. I already know who involved in this one. So in this trade, we're getting Miles Turner. Of course. And O'Shea Brissett. Oh, wow. That's a throw in. Yep, small forward. Uh, he's an expiring $1.8 million deal. Okay. We're sending the Pacers, Reggie Bullock, Dwight Powell, and two second-round picks. So expiring deals. Pretty much. We're swapping expirings in this situation and giving uh, Rick Carlisle Dwight Powell back. Okay. I think at this point, the uh, the Pacers will want to keep um, Miles Turner. You think they'll, they'll keep him this year? That's Are you what saying I'm if this thinking. is the offer? I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, but that that's my thought process. Um I don't know. I think I don't think the seconds help. I think if we do in the first, I would be like, yeah, I could see that happening. But right, 
Yeah, I think they I think they definitely want a first in this scenario. Especially the way he's playing this year. Like his value is at an all-time high. All right, and he and to add to that, here's what he added with the verbiage. Trade idea for y'all. Mavs get a starting center. May need to make it a first-round pick instead of the seconds, but this allows Green to get more minutes. But also we get Brissett, who is a decent 3 and D guy, if needed, behind Dorian Finney-Smith and Green. Okay, so he acknowledged the... Yeah, uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, again, Miles Turner has been a hot commodity for a while. Yeah. Next one, uh, his name is currently hashtag free Luca. Oh, wow. At Darwin, and it's burner, but instead of a U, it's an X. <clears throat> okay. Uh, he said, I got a multi-trade plan to significantly significantly improve the Mavs. Ready? Okay, let me hit. We're trading Tim to the Knicks for Cam Reddish. Derek Rose, and we're getting our first round pick back. That's all we giving him. Tim Hardaway Jr., the sniper. Now, keep in mind when he sent this trade, Tim was mid five game hot streak. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> with that said, the Knicks are familiar. Anybody with- giving up a first round pick for Tim Hardaway Jr. and players as well needs to lose that job. And the Knicks are familiar with Tim Hardaway's game, so. Uh, yeah, that's exactly why they wouldn't trade for It's going to be hard to pull the wool over the eyes. Um, all right. <clears throat> Second trade, because it was a multi, multi-trade multi situation. Trade. Wow. Uh, Christian Wood. Spencer Dinwiddie. What the fuck? Reggie Bullock. The first we just got from the Knicks. And our 2025 first now that we can trade since we got the 23 back for Kobe White and Zach Levine. <laughs> Let me get the pitch. We get a second star and get rid of a lot of bad contracts. Uh, Rose and Cam's contracts expire sooner than the ones we're getting rid of. You want me to move to his last piece? Yeah. All right. He said, maybe in the summer, we trade Rose, JaVal McGee, and Bertans for Tobias Harris's one year left on his contract. But he doesn't know if the 76ers would do that or if it's plausible. But the first two should be plausible, which would improve the Mavs significantly. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I like the effort he put into it. This is a plan. This is what we want. Yeah. It's it's not it's not crazy. I mean, it is kind of crazy, but it's like, like coming up with these trades, they're going to be crazy. But right, it's not like, man, get the fuck out of here, crazy. I don't right. Know. It's what are your ideas? So your ideas to get our first back and try to get Luca a second teammate. Yeah, so, at least he didn't just go into it with like, oh yeah, we trading this, this, getting this. He had a plan. Right. That's why I said I want to see the whole picture first. So, 
Um, even the Tobias Harris idea, I don't, I don't dislike necessarily. I think we might be past that, but he's a big expiring and that can be turned into something. Yeah, possibly. possibly. I think Philly would wait to turn him into something, but he acknowledged that he doesn't know if that's plausible. So, yeah. All right. Let's keep it moving. I don't know how many of these there are, so bear with me. We're working our way. We're still four days ago on these submissions. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Garrett. Uh, that's the next one we're looking at. It's at Garrett MJ, like Michael Jordan. Um, Garrett has one T in it in the handle, but his name has two. All right. He sent multiple trades. Is this a roster? Yeah. Oh, he sent some shit first, and then he said, disregard this, I'm stupid. And then he <laughs> sent some different shit. All right, so let's disregard the first one. <laughs> All right, first trade. Yes, sir, we're cooking with grease, Garrett. I like already. Uh-oh. With grease, let's get it. I say what? I say here we go. So the first trade is with the New Orleans Pelicans. And this trade, we're sending Dwight Powell to New Orleans. We're getting back Jackson Hayes and Garrett Temple. Second trade. Uh, you need to? No, no, no. Keep going. Okay. Second trade. We're sending Reggie Bullock, Christian Wood, uh, he has 2024 first round pick. We can't trade that one. So we'll just say it's the 2027. Okay. <clears throat> and we're getting back Terry Rozier and JT Thor. So we're trading Reggie Bullock and who? Christian Wood. Okay. For Rozier and Thor. Okay. Who you said Terry Rozier might be. A nice little little mentor for for Jaden Hardy. I said Jaden Hardy might be a turn Rosier. If Terry wants a mentor, then I mean, if Terry want to mentor him, then that's cool. But it's definitely not what I said. I got you. I, I, I was being funny. Um, Rosier does have four years on his contract, so he would be here for a while. Right. Um. He then has the team assembly for the next two years in the playoff run, how the team would look. I'm I'm mad at this lineup, but I'm going to read it anyway. Starting lineup, Luca, Terry Rozier, Tim Hardaway Jr., which I'm already perturbed. (laughs) We're going to get cooked. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of gutting going on. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Jackson Hayes are going to be chasing down those bricks Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench Maxie off the bench Josh Green Frank Nilekina Kemba and that's really as deep as the, the bench is probably going to go uh, Bertans is after him McGee's after that so that's that's your your main rotation there after the trade. So in this situation, we're getting Rozier and Jackson Hayes. Uh, JT Thor is just an add-in in this situation. Uh, we're getting rid of or Garrett Temple is also just a throw-in. 
So we're getting rid of Dwight, Reggie Bullock, and Christian Wood to get those to get Jackson Hayes and Rozier, essentially. Um, he sent another trade. This would not be in addition. This is a different trade, Reggie Bullock trade. Okay. It's Reggie Bullock, Frank Nilakina, and a second round pick for Alec Burks. Okay. Me. I like Burks. Um, the Knicks had him running point guard last year. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't think he's a point guard, but the fact that he was even capable of doing that lets you know he can put the ball in the floor a little bit. Yeah, he's not a point guard at all, but he did pretty well for them when he needed to play point guard. So he can put the ball on the floor, and that's really all we need right now. Yep, put the ball on the floor, veteran, bucket getter. I'm not mad at that. Burks, uh, excuse me, Bullock's not doing what we need him to do. I don't like giving up a second in that scenario necessarily. Okay. Because his contract is pretty much exactly the same as Reggie Bullock's. Yeah. Um. Whatever. That's that's he neither here nor there. So that's what he sent over. All right. You need a break? Nah, keep going. All right. Uh, the next DM was from somebody. Oh, that's not even a trade. Shout out to a uh, new locale who uh, sent us his Spotify rap because we were we were. Uh, I mentioned in the little thing that India was one of our top five countries, and he said hey, I'm one of your listeners from India. So shout out to him. Appreciate it. Love. All right, the homie Z underscore Mavs. Uh, his <laughs> handle right now or his name right now is hashtag sources. Trust me. <laughs> uh, he sent over some, some transactions. Let's see. This was sent over on Thursday. So this was like right after I put out the call, I think. Yeah. First trade is a big one. It's going to the Bulls. Okay. I'm saying uh I'm saying some repeat teams here. I mean, these are the ones that we hear the rumors and stuff about. Yeah, yeah. All right. So in this trade, we're sending Tim. Christian Wood. See where this is going. Frank Nilakina. Uh-huh. And two second round picks. Second round picks. Right. To De- for DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso. See the- I see the vision. Where? I see the vision. What's the vision? The vision is to get the vision is to finesse these motherfuckers. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, come on, man. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't even had a dignity to throw in first-round picks. You threw in second-round picks. For DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso, come on. Come on, man. What we doing here? All right, let me, uh, let me go to the next one. All right, he said, I haven't listened to y'all's latest weekly podcast, so I don't know if y'all talked about the trades yet, uh, but I got one for y'all. So that's okay. And he sent the same trade twice, but whatever. Shout out to Z Mavs or Z underscore Mavs. You've been brushing the beard the whole podcast. It's I, I, I stopped and now I'm starting again. You know what, Rohan? You're an asshole for this, but I'm going to read it anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, the homie Rohan from uh, Mass Film Room. Uh, he's at I2, at I2, the number two, O H A N. 
Uh, it's I-23 is his uh, name <clears throat> on Twitter. <sighs> he was cracking jokes, I guess. But he said, uh, trade for Kyrie or for Giannis. Solve all your damn problems. I'm, I'm, I read it, and we're going to keep it moving. Move on. We're going to keep it moving. <clears throat> Next one is Jack Shocker Shocker Hardy Party. Okay. The shocker uh, emoji. It's a hell of a name. And it's at Josh Green MVP. He said trade Wood and Bertans at the deadline for expiring contracts. One of those is an expiring contract, but all right. And try to do something in the offseason. So he's not trying to make no moves right now. All right, let's move on. He just wants to get more cap space, I guess. Get cap space at all because we don't currently have it. All right, let's see. Who the hell is this? <laughs> oh, uh, Moji said his account. Oh. I guess he had sent some shit, and then his There's account got with the Mavs Outsiders page on a new account. Yeah, he said his account got got banned. So damn, it got clapped. Yeah, he said he might send some, uh, and that was Moji return. So this the <laughs> it was the he was the whole reason we doing this, and this is Moji V three now. And he was his, the reason we're doing this because he sent us. So that's crazy. Well, whatever he sent us is gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. He said he might send some new trades, but he didn't do that. That's fucked up. Damn. Right. <laughs> I wish I had like copied him down now. Rest in peace. Sorry, homie. Uh, Moji V3 is the. I mean, character. technically, we read his stuff on the. Oh, we did. We did. I just don't have it anymore. So yeah. I can't read it again. All right. <clears throat> Let's see what else we got. What else we got? God damn. Okay. Talking a lot. Do we want to take the break yet? Or wait. Nah, keep going. All right. What do you mean, like there, the ad break? Yeah. Yeah, take that ad break. There's only two left, and then mine. Take that ad break. All right. Um, take a break, get some refreshments, and listen to this ad. We'll be right back. Dallas Maverick fans, the NBA season is heating up and there's still so many unknown possibilities. I mean, we're really only in the first quarter of the season still. Luka is racing up the MVP ladder at the top right now, but I guess it's depending on who you ask. But anything can happen. You can go on DraftKings Sportsbook and make predictions on MVP awards. Maybe you think Luka Doncic is going to be MVP. Maybe you think Jason Tatum will be MVP. Sixth man of the year. It's Christian Wood making the case. Maybe it's Benedict Matherin, the young rookie. First rookie to win sixth man of the year says Ben Gordon, possibly. Anything can happen. Most improved player. The way the NBA is shaping up this year. It's a lot of options. When I'm looking to get into action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, 
place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, total rebounds, total points, maybe the over-under on total team points, and much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Now, be smart about it. Don't You got to add legs, but be smart about your bets. Don't go into this doing an eight-leg parlay with Kevin Durant to score 15 points, Luka Doncic to score 10 points, Luka Doncic to get five assists. You're not going to win much money like that. You got to bet big. Go big or go home. Me, I go home a lot. I tend to do these eight-leg parlays, and and, and, and they fail terribly. Uh, y'all heard my rant about Alperon Shingun, um just a few days ago, which I'm still hurt about because I would still have that $249. But, hey, you live to bet another day. Bars. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Be about 40 na, 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 na. 50 minutes. Ain't, ain't that how the little transitions sound that you be? <laughs> what is the transition? <laughs> <laughs> I would mix it up just because of that. Tripping me out, man. It sound like a goddamn Friday afternoon sitcom and shit. I might mix it up just because of that. Um, welcome back, folks. Um, beautiful break there we just had. Um, let's get into it. We got two more. In like 30 seconds. <laughs> we got two more. And then... Um, I'm going to get into my what I wanted to say about this shit. Okay. Uh, because I had to do this for my mental health. Which I know is going to tack on like another hour to the episode. <laughs> maybe maybe 20 minutes. Okay. Um, so this next one comes from Bergs. It's B-U-R-G three Zs. Uh, the at is actually Bergs with the same three Zs. Mavs. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to read everything. Please excuse salary matching and picks. I'll try to make them work the best I can. All right. So acknowledgement up front. Might have fucked some shit up, but he's doing his best. That's all I want. Appreciate it. Move one. Cut Kemba Walker. Damn. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? That was signed. That was sent on Monday. He okay. Says, and he even acknowledged, I'm sending you this before he plays a Mavs game. I'm already done with him and his knee troubles. Plus, he should have signed with us instead of Boston. Damn. So you salty. I get it. Pretty much. Tired of getting leftovers. Darren Williams, DeAndre Jordan. You got the picture. Move number two. See, this is what I wanted, man. Lay out a vision. Lay out a plan. A roadmap. Boy, got a whole vision board. That's right. This is what I need. Shout out to Bergs, man. Move two. Trade White. And our next available second for Kobe White and Drummond. I don't think we get both. Actually, I know we don't get both. You got to pick one. So I'm going to ask you. 
if we have to trade Dwight and our closest second round pick, and I'm gonna be honest, that's still not getting us Kobe fucking White. Um, and it's not getting us drumming the way he's playing either. So hypothetically speaking, let's say that does get us one of those dudes because it ain't getting us both. Which one you picking? Drumming. Okay. Why? Because I just watched Jaden Hardy go toe to toe with Kobe White. I was, about, I was about to say I. I don't. I don't need Kobe White. We got Jaden. Kobe White got a tech. <laughs> Kobe White got a tech because he because Jaden Hardy last seconds on the shot clock threw it to Frank Nilakina and cut immediately to give and go for the rookie. Now none of these veterans on this team are doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all trying to talk about Jaden Hardy being five for thirteen? He was in a pinch. He couldn't get by his man. He threw it to Frank. Cut for the give and go. Frank hit him immediately because Frank could pass. I'm, I'm putting it all out there. Hardy got the the bucket at the Gotta buzzer. Get that Frank agenda in, boy. I'm putting it. At, I'm saying second, third tri- tertiary playmaker. <laughs> We're not gonna say secondary no more. We down to the tertiary, tertiary oh playmaker for Frank. He had like six assists last night too. Now think about it. Anyway, tertiary playmaker for Frank Nealakina. The quick thinking, the basketball IQ, the bucket getting IQ of Jaden Hardy had Kobe White in his feelings. Fuck Kobe White. Anybody that loves him. I'm going with Andre Drummond as well. So all right. So we get our big body in Drummond. This is gonna play into the future because he gave a whole like lineup and stuff. So third move. And I'm glad we did that because of this third move that I'm looking at it. Third move. Hold on, let me read it actually, because he put some other stuff. White is still young and has untapped potential. He can play as another guard off the bench. Drummond can be our backup center and get us rebound since we are the worst rebounded team in the league and have been for years now. Like division. Like division. We just cut the Kobe White out for you. Move three, Trey Bullock and JaVale McGee for Daniel Gafford. Or make it Frank instead of McGee. I think McGee makes most well. Uh, I think the money's wait, 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 wait. We can't trade Bullock for Gafford. I don't think he makes enough money. Yeah, Gafford doesn't make enough money. His, his extension doesn't kick in until next year. Yeah, he, he doesn't make as much as Bullock. He's making like two mil. Like we would have to be like Frank straight up, pretty much. <clears throat> da 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 da. Gafford gives us what Dwight gives us while also being an elite rim protector and solid rebounder. Again, Gafford was on my list. I like the idea of going for Gafford. I remember he was on your reclamation. Yeah. yeah. Starting like- lineup is Luca, Hardaway, Dorian, Christian Wood, and Gafford. Luca, Hardaway, Dorian, Christian Wood, and Gafford? Yep. Okay. Backups, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kobe White, Josh Green, Maxi Kleba, Andre Drummond. Okay. I like the depth. I like the depth as well. Well, I mean, we're going to have to get rid of Kobe White in this scenario, put Hardy in there. Yeah. He is okay. <laughs> All right. Mix him. Nice here, build his value up, and we get some some some, some good value for him. Some pieces. Pretty much. Shout out to Bergs. Thank you for sending the vision. I, I see what you're doing. You, you got us two bigs. Uh, you tried to get us a guard. We're saying Hardy Party over the, over that guard, but it's okay. Ooh. I'm going to let that occur. <laughs> All right. 
like, oh, damn. Oh, my God. Okay. So he wasn't the only one that had a vision. Fuck. Must be a lot. Um, <clears throat> so Mike Sanders, he sent this last month, or yeah, he sent this last Sunday. Like, I guess right after he listened to the episode last week, he was on it. He sent like 10 trades. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He sent seven trades. I said, a lot of these have the same players in them. Uh, you got to choose one plan. Do you want me to read the seven trades first or after I go through the plan? He did give me a plan afterwards. Give the actual plan. All right. He said, I get it now. Here goes the plan. Build for the future while remaining competitive this season, minimizing the likelihood of needing to trade multiple first rounders during this regular season. This is the vision that I personally adapted as well. Okay. So I like this already. And this is going to be a nice transition, I think. Watch him have done the same shit. All right, no. <laughs> Step one, trade with the Hawks. Christian Wood, Reggie Bullock, and a second-round pick for John Collins. I figured that would be the case. Um, Does that work financially? I don't know if it works financially. Only reason I would say no is not because of talent. I would say no because I wanted us to have some flexibility this offseason as far as money goes, and I know we wouldn't if we trade Wood for John Collins. True. Other than that, though, like, that's just me personally. Other than that, I like it. I said last season, I would have said Collins was worth more, but at this point, his value has lessened. Hawks are in a precarious situation, and Bullock fits a need when he's not slumping. Wood's expiring gives them salary relief going into the offseason, and if he gels with Trey and DeJounte, it could be someone they sign for the future. All true. Uh, for Dallas, this gets you a younger, good starter on a longer contract who would fit fantastic with Luka while also having a good trade chip for the future if needed. I don't think Wood re-signs with Dallas in the offseason, so you move him now. I would be willing to convert the second round pick to a protected first if that had to be done. Acknowledged all pieces of the the situation. I like it. Like I said, that was just a personal thing for me. Other than that, I like it. Yeah. Collins was definitely a guy I thought of at certain points. He wasn't, he's not going to be in my final plan that I laid out. Right. Um, Step two. Trade with the Jazz. Now, this one's going to get tricky. Let's see what we got. This will be a scenario once the Jazz are no longer contending in the West for a top six playoff spot. So, I guess closer to the deadline. Yeah. He literally says so very close to the deadline. I should have just read it. Uh, trade Tim Hardaway Jr., Frank Nilakina, and a second-round pick for Mike Conley. Jazz could hold out for a better deal in the offseason when Conley isn't expiring, but he will be a year older and his value will decrease. So he acknowledges my, what I was going to say. THJ has a longer contract, but it de-escalates each year. Conley is the third ball handler and provides the veteran presence Dallas needs. You want his uh, rotations? Yeah. 
because I'm pretty sure Conley's coming off the bench. So rotations, Luca. Uh, he actually put him as a starter. Luca Conley, Josh Green, Finney Smith, and John Collins starting at the five. Luca, Conley, Green, Green, Finney Smith, John Collins, John Collins. Off the bench, Dinwiddie, Hardy slash Kemba, Maxi, and Dwight. I don't know if I like Collins starting at the five. I feel um, a certain way about it as well. That's yeah. that's why he didn't end up in my final plan. I would rather uh, like Collins at the four, Dwight at the five. I'm cool with that. Interesting. But because at this point, I'm over even attempting to start Javel McGee. Like, that's not even. <laughs> as you see, he's not in our playoff rotation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. This thins out the rotation for sure, but that'll have to be a sacrifice for this season. Leaves them short on wing defenders, but sets them up for better in 2023 and on while not signaling to Luca that this is a tank year. Gets more minutes for Green and Hardy to develop quicker as well. And he did throw it in the trade machine, by the way. Okay. So John Collins actually does make 23, so Bullock and Wood does work. Uh, He threw in a second, and then separately he did the Conley, Tim Hardaway Jr. Frank trade. He did the Conley, Tim Hardaway, and the Frank trade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Both of them work, basically, is what he said. Um, I'm not opposed to this. Not mad at it at all. I like it. Um, I don't know if I'd start Conley. But I understand why he would. I mean, at this point, you really just want to start your best players. Yeah, I would go the route that you were thinking, start Spencer and Conley off the bench. Yeah. If Conley needs to play more some games, that's fine. But I would um, prefer you to play Spencer. I'm trying not to nitpick because I'm always going to seem to have issues with whether or not other teams would be okay with this stuff because why would they be? Like, why would the Utah Jazz want Tim Hardaway Jr. when they have Jordan Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton? Like, but I, I'm trying to be a little more lenient with it. And in that case, I really do. I, I like his playing. I do. And they got Beasley. Yeah, and they got Beasley. Um, but yeah, so that's I'm doing the same. And like even for the stuff I did, mm-hmm. um, I considered real like would they be interested and why would they be interested? Right. Just because I decided that this is why they would be interested doesn't mean that's legitimately something that they feel. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know these motherfuckers. And to be honest can say the same vice versa just because i say oh they wouldn't be interested that doesn't mean they wouldn't be interested so right exactly and that's that's the thing i want to make sure we get across like we can say i don't think they would be interested but at the end of the day we don't know we don't know yeah uh we just have to use our best guesses you never know what you might get away with out here we didn't uh what was the trade that the knicks and hawks did last year the can trade. who did they trade I don't remember Kevin Knox. Was it Knox? They traded Knox since yeah, it, it wasn't much. It was like a first two, wasn't it? Was it? I don't think they traded. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I remember when the trade happened, it was like people were like, really? Yeah. So you never know. All right. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Oh, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. 
So for this exercise, I uh, I dove I dove deep. Not even gonna lie. Splash. Um, I'm gonna read everything I did. Okay. Until until Reese starts rolling his eyes. Oh shit. So first of all. Before you sit it, before you go into this, you have to assess the situation, right? What do we know about this team? What do we know about our situation uh, as the Dallas Mavericks? So, first day on the job, I'm sitting down, I'm looking at it. So, what do we know? First thing we know is Luca is Luca is great. Luca is one of the best five players in the league. Nobody's debating that. Uh. We also know that he's 23 years old. And we have this year and then four more years on his contract. He can't go anywhere for the next four years. He might be pissed, though, in two or three. So how do we prevent that? My first idea, my first goal, it's a three-year plan. We want to make sure that we in three years are in a good place. I don't care about this year as much. Don't care about next year as much. I want to know where we're at in three years when Luca's going to be looking at the idea of leaving. He can be pissed for this year and next year. And I, when I'm not going to hear anything he has to say about a trade, but year three, that's when it starts to get more real. That's the first part. Second thing, what else do we know? Let's look at it. My shit moved. Pause. I don't know if that needed a pause, but just in case somebody felt weird about right. that. Right, gotcha. Um, the second part, Josh Green. I think he compliments Luca well. As a secondary playmaker, an athlete, a defender, I like Josh Green and Luca together. We know that Jaden Hardy can get buckets, but he needs reps. And why am I centering, focusing on those two specifically? Because I care about where we're at when in three years. I can expect that both Josh Green and Jaden Hardy will continue to improve for the next three years. Keep that in mind. Outside of those three players and Frank Nilakina, the roster is old. As of last year, we probably thought we could milk a lot of these guys for three more years. But a lot of them are already showing signs of regression. You got to nip that in the bud, people. We can't wait for Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxie, and all these boys to fall off before we start preparing for the future. Because if they continue to decline for the next two or three years, Luca's going to be very com- com- confused, confounded, perplexed about what the plan is. You was tongue twisted like a motherfucker, but you, but you kept it. You kept I it. was. <laughs> My mouth dry as shit. <laughs> Let me 
me take a sip of this water real quick. <sighs> oh, like she had a sharp for a second. Oh my god. Skill. Skill. All right. <laughs> what it, else do my turn? You told me it was my turn. <laughs> what else do we know about this team? We have no fucking money. Facts. And Mark Cuban might be broke. Facts. Shout out to the homie PDX Mavs who posted the sheet. I think it was PDX Mavs. I might be messing up. Posted the sheet. Confirmed. Mark Cuban has spent the least money of any NBA owner over the past five years. Yikes. That is Luca's Luca's career. Mark Cuban has been pinching pennies. Penny pinching. And we know he pinched pennies for 10 years after the championship I mean, for, for at least the 10. Now, now we're up to 11. Yeah. He's pinched pennies since 2011. What else do we know? Our assets tied up. They're frozen. The IRS is audited. No, they're not doing all that. We owe the Knicks this pick. But if we end up in the lottery, we end up, we end up top 10. We'll owe them the pick next year. We end yeah. up top 10 next year. We'll owe them the pick in 2025. And if we don't give them the pick in 2025, the first round pick, we have to give them the second round pick in 2025. So all those picks cannot be traded. I will just dish shit in the background. All right. I was about to turn my TV off, but I think it's actually going to go off on its own. So again, assets tied up. We can't, we can't, we don't have the, the big, Send us two first round picks trade that's sexy for somebody that's really good right now. Got to be realistic about that. What else do we know? We can't tank at all. If Luca's healthy, we're a playoff team. Facts. That's don't clearly you could put whatever the fuck you want around them, and we're going to be a playoff team. Now, with that said, I need to I need to explain this to y'all because I think a lot of people are still confused. We are a playoff team because of Luca. At the end of the day, we don't need to be married to anybody else from the playoff rotation. I say married to. The world doesn't fall apart. If we lose one of those guys in a trade or trade for trade, one of those guys for a guy that's of equal talent or even maybe a slight step down today, the world does not fall apart. If Luka Doncic is healthy. If I'm coming in as the GM, I can't, I can't care about the, the history and the relationships and all that shit no more. Because all I need to care about is Luca's feelings in three years. If Luca's feelings got to be hurt today, then that's just what it got to be. I need him happy in three years. Not today. In three years, I need him happy. What else do we know? We know a little bit about what works with Luca, right? 
we know we need a rim-rolling big that sets actual picks who can be a backline defender and actually protect the paint. We need that. We know we need a nice, athletic, versatile defender at the four. The Maxi Kleba prototype. Maxi Kleba is not young. We cannot just have Maxi Kleba. Maxi Kleba keep getting hurt because he's playing too much. So we need a young Maxi Kleba, or we need another guy, maybe a little bit slightly younger than Maxi Kleba, but we need another Maxi Kleba. We can't just have one Maxi Kleba. We need two. Okay. What do I want to accomplish in this mission, ladies and gentlemen? I want to get younger. What'd you say? So that's what I want, though. We have to get younger. We're the fifth oldest team in the league. Might even be older now since we just picked up Kemba. I need some of these olds to get up out of here. What else? We need to increase our assets. If we're going to be able to try to make a swing for somebody in three years, in two years, we need more assets. We're not, we don't have the assets to make a swing right now. We want to remain competitive. Again, remaining competitive means I can't just get rid of guys for guys of much lesser talent that I think have potential one day. I need guys that are at least matching the production of the guys that we're getting rid of, or at least very close or capable of, in my opinion, matching that production. And I want to keep Luca happy still. I said I don't have to care about his happiness today. I need to care about his happiness in three years. But if I can, I would like to keep Luca happy today too. Let's keep it moving. If I'm looking at building a team around Luca, my eight-man playoff rotation wants to needs to look like this. Luca at the point. I want a two-way guard next to him, someone who defends and can score. Not necessarily creating their own shot. Maybe they're a catch-and-shoot guy, mostly. But if they can catch and shoot and defend, optimal. The third person I want on the floor is a Swiss Army knife type. You're Josh Green. I think Josh Green is ready to step into that role. I think you did as well. You moved him to the starting lineup, right? So Josh Green is your Swiss Army knife. He can shoot. He slashes. He hustles. He defends. And he can make some passes. Mentioned this already. Your fourth is your maxi type. Versatile forward. They can defend some bigs. They can switch on the perimeter in a pinch. And can knock down some shots. And finally, the pick and roll big. That's your guy setting the screens. Letting Luca get into the middle of the paint. Dictate what happens from there. Their lob threat, beautiful. If they can catch and finish through traffic because they got some girth to them, pause. Perfect. If they can get on the glass, perfect. Reese is talking on mute. feel like that was another word that could have been used. I there. still can't hear you. What the hell going on? Can you hear me now? Hold up. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Oh, I was saying, I, I, all I'm saying is, I feel like there's another word that could have been used there, but proceed, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> Off the bench. So again, Luca, two-way guard, Josh Green, Maxi type, pick and roll big. Right now, we're slotting Dwight Powell into that last role. He doesn't do all of the things I would need that person to do. Right now, Maxi is playing the minutes of the Maxi type. We don't need to be doing that for 82 games. Maybe he's the guy that has to hold it down in the playoffs if we get a young guy and they're not quite ready for that. But we need somebody else that can take some of that abuse off of Maxi's hands right now. A two-way guard, we don't really have that. You could say it was Reggie Bullock during last year's playoff run. <clears throat> off the bench, I need a bucket getter. You could say that was Spencer Dinwiddie during last year's playoff run. You could say that's Jaden Hardy's prototype. Or archetype, I should say. I need another maxi type off the bench. I need two maxi types to be optimal. I need that flexibility to be able to <clears throat> go small with one of them and play one of them next to a big necessarily potentially. I need that. And I need that depth. I need one of those guys on the court at all times because I want to cause problems for the other team. And then I need a three and D wing off the bench as well. Minimum. That's what I need. Additionally, I want insurance for Luca on the bench. I need a guy that can run the offense similarly to Luca, a pick and roll maestro, if you will. And I want insurance for my starting big as well. I don't want the, everything to fall apart if that starting big is gone. That's the optimal situation. So how do we get there? You haven't rolled the eyes yet. I'm close. <laughs> we haven't. Close. I, I, it's I, like, it's like a point. comedian setting up a joke for 15 fucking minutes. Hey, if the punchline land, that's all you're going to remember. All right. So the thing is, what do we need based on based on our roster, based on what I've laid out? What do we need? We need that pick and roll big. We don't have that. That's not on the roster. Nobody on the roster is becoming that in the future. All our bigs are old. A two way guard who doesn't need the ball to get his. Again, Reggie Bullock did that for us last year in the hot streak. Reggie Bullock is complete butt cheeks right now. Athletes. I need some athleticism. On the team, we too, we too stiff and old. We not flying at the rim. We not dunking on people. I got. I, I turn on a Blazers game. Them boys dunking every two seconds. I can. Can we get some dunkers? Would be nice. And then again, I need that Luca backup. I need that that pick and roll guard behind Luca in case Luca has to be out of game. In case Luca's in foul trouble, everything doesn't fall apart. I have a long list of targets, and these are guys that maybe we can get now. Maybe we eye them for the future. Okay. And I'm basing this on guys that are currently in the league because I can't be looking at rookies that are out in high school in Europe or some shit right now. They're not going to give us what I need in the next three years. No. So these are guys that are active. So first thing, I said we needed that, that pick and roll big. 
first name that comes to mind from oh last piece we not getting nobody over 28 anybody over 28 is just a placeholder and i don't i don't care for that i need somebody under 28 because one they can potentially grow with Luca over the next five years and be coming out of their prime when Luca's contract is up. Okay. Or, bare minimum, they're an asset. If we bring in somebody over 30, they start showing signs of decline. Nobody, that's not an asset. That's a depreciating asset. A 28-year-old, somebody might still see think there's room for growth in that player. All right. So first, Jakob Pertl. Expiring contract. San Antonio Spurs said they want two first. We don't really have that unless we go deep into the future. I think the Spurs said they might be open to that. So he should be on the radar. We should be, we should be one of the teams on the phone asking about Yaka Pertle. Now we get to the young guys. James Wiseman is on my radar. Hold on. Go ahead. You wouldn't consider Yaka Pertle one of the young guys? He's what, 27? 25. Is he 25? He got to be. Is he 25? I think he's 25. I could be wrong. Let me go. I'm sorry. You're right. He's 27. 27. He, he just turned 27 like a couple months in October. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but either way, he's under, he'll be 32 in five years. So, Yaka Pertle's on that radar. Pick and roll. Plays defense. I mean, he's one of the most underrated players in the league, probably. I like Yaka Pertle. Again, we look at the young guys. We look at the, the, the reclamation projects, the guys with potential. James Wiseman is on that list. He's one of the – analytically, he's one of the best pick-and-roll bigs. Does he have flaws? Is he raw? Yes. But he was a number one pick for a reason. Is he still under 20? Is he still 20? I think he's still 20. 21. Is he 21? 21. <clears throat> yeah, he's actually about to turn 22 in March. Okay. Still young, still college age, has the right mentality down there in the G League, getting his reps. Talked about barely playing basketball. He got hurt in college. He got hurt in the NBA now. He's barely played basketball. He needs reps. He needs to get his confidence up. The frame is there, the potential for him to become even a 10 and 10 guy in two blocks is good. That's all I need. I don't need him to become a 25.15 rebound juggernaut. I just need him to be able to execute in the pick and roll with Luca. The bar is low. So James Wiseman's on the list. Next is Jackson Hayes. He came up earlier. That's another young guy who can execute in a pick and roll. He's an athlete. He's a lob threat. He has his flaws. He's raw, but he's young. Again, these are some of these are deep dives. Mimi is Kata. He's on a two-way with the Kings, I believe, right now. Uh, he's a shot-blocking machine. Incredible wingspan, lob threat. Um, <laughs> Kirk has sent the DM because I was talking about Wiseman publicly, which I tend to do from time to time. <clears throat> and he sent the DM showing that Kata had, had given Wiseman buckets 
in the G League in his first game or second game down there. Um, <clears throat> now, I watched the video, and it wasn't mostly against Wiseman. It was against the other Warriors big. But regardless, Kade is a guy on my radar as a shot-blocking, lob-catching big. He's not getting minutes for the Kings right now, probably for a reason. For a couple reasons. I don't think he would fit next to Sabonis in any scenario either. But he's in their system. I'm sure they're eyeing, keeping him here to bring him up. But he doesn't currently have a real contract. He's on a two-way. So I got to keep an eye on that for the next three years. That's the idea here. Next is Wenyan Gabriel. He's giving the Lakers some good minutes from what I've seen. And analytically, because I, I did some, I pulled down, um, I did an eye test list and I did an analytics list. He was on my eye test list and he's on the analytic list because he is great in the pick and roll. Reese is talking again on mute again. Okay. That was purposefully for you not to hit. Oh. <laughs> Finally, Thomas Bryant, another Laker. Again, both of these guys are expiring as well, by the way, I should add. Uh, almost all these guys are expiring. <clears throat> Thomas Bryant expiring with the Lakers, coming back off the, the the big injury. He's giving the Lakers some good minutes as well. He was on my eye test list. He's also on the analytic list as a great pick and roll finisher. And he can stretch the floor a little bit. Young, again, just on my radar for these next two, three years. See what that contract offer might look like. He might be affordable in the in the next couple of years here. I'm going to just run through quickly the analytic list. Mitchell Robinson would be on there. Grant Williams would be on there. Uh, Bassey, the other Spurs big who's played some decent minutes for them recently uh, due to injuries. He's on a two-way as well. He was given away, or he was waived by the 76ers, and uh, the Spurs swooped in. He's super young. Feels like he's been around forever, but he's super young. He came out of high school early. Uh, in the college and still was young when he got to the NBA. PJ Washington is apparently great in the pick and roll. I didn't expect that because I had him on a different list, but apparently he's great in the pick and roll. So I had to add him to this list as well. Denny of Dia, interestingly, is solid in the pick and roll. Marvin Bagley, Nick Richards, and Daniel Gafford. Again, that's another name you've heard before. Again, most of these guys very are either affordable. I wouldn't have put them on the list if I didn't think they would be attainable in the next two to three years. The next archetype is the maxi type. And I mentioned P.J. Washington a while ago. He is my optimal maxi type young guy. Need that in my life. Additionally, I would go Mo Bamba. I, I saw that one. It's, it's so funny because I stayed muted because I want to know if you was going to catch what I said. I want to see if we had that connection. We do. That's all I need to know. Yeah, that's yeah. all I need to know. <laughs> I, I could tell by the head motion what was said. <laughs> uh, Mo Bamba is on that list. Jerry Vanderbilt is on that list. Do I think the Jazz would trade him to us now? No. But he's on that list to watch in the next two to three years. They've already demoted him to start Walker Kessler. I I never remember which one of those is his first name. Um, 
Walker Kessler is starting. Vanderbilt went to the bench, so that's something to keep an eye on for the next couple of years. Uh, Miles Turner would be on that list, although he's not optimal because he's at the upper range of that age bracket for me, but I wouldn't be mad at it. Uh, Nick Claxton is on that list. I don't see why Brooklyn would get rid of him right now, but they've done stupid things in the recent past. We'll see. Nas Reed is on that list. Uh, Nas Reed, they're not going to be able to keep him muted for a long time, but they've invested a lot in Rudy Gobert, so it's hard to make room for Nas Reed. They also still have Carl Anthony Towns when he gets back. Not a lot of minutes for Nas Reed. Someone to keep an eye on for the next couple of years. Rui Hachimura, Chuma Okiki. I put Max Struess on here, even though he was talking shit about Luka this week, saying it would be hard to play with him. He's still a guy that would fit the mold. Uh, Chemezi Metu, Jalen McDaniels. I guess you could put Jaden McDaniels on there too. Again, long, can defend, and can hit some shots. And Grant Williams comes in on this list as well. And I believe it's Grant Williams. Yeah, he's expiring. And I think the Celtics don't necessarily want to pay him, or they didn't before the year started. Next, we're looking at Luka Insurance. That's again, guys that can handle the ball or guys that can play make uh, so that our team doesn't fall apart when Luca is out. This is an interesting list. This is a weird list because there's no Luca. There is no such, there is no substitute for what Luca Doncic does. But can you get a light version of a ball handler that, that can set up other guys while Luca is out? We don't currently have a setup man. I'm starting my list off with a weird option, weird selection. It's Justice Winslow. He's surprisingly turned himself into a playmaker these recent years, a triple-double threat. He's filling up the points, assists, and rebound columns. Could we mold him into a Luka light? Potentially. He's 26 as well, I think. Delano Banton. Raptors got too much talent. Somebody's going to have to go. Delano Banton is a big guard. I like big guards. Dennis Smith Jr. He's killing it in the pick and roll, and y'all love Dennis. He's also an elite defender, apparently, this year. He's on a one-year deal with Charlotte. Keep an eye on for the next couple of years. And he's been very vocal about being willing to come back to Dallas, saying it would be great to come back to Dallas. We know he's still cool with Luka. We know he's still cool with Dorian Finney-Smith. D'Angelo Russell, D'Lo, elite pick-and-roll ball handler. The analytics don't lie. Is he a starter? No. Could he be a good backup to Luka? Yes. Don't care how you feel about him. D'Angelo Russell is on the list, and I believe he's expiring. Keep the L and Wolves fans have been very vocal about wanting to move him, move on from him. Markel Fultz is a Reese favorite. Yes, sir. Continue. Nikhil Alexander Walker is a Reese favorite. Yes, sir. Continue. And those are all the young guys. Because this is a Luka backup position and not a player I need to develop into something to play with Luka long-term, I did throw a couple old dudes on here. 
First one is Russell Westbrook. Would the Lakers trade him right now? Probably not. He's expiring contract, though. He'd be a free agent. And I think he's still got another year or two left in him. So maybe something to look out for in a year or two. As that spot, Luca backup. And the last one is Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's 30. So, but I always called him like a Luca light type player. He turned into more of a bucket getter over the past couple of years. So I, I don't know if I should have kept him on the list, but he's on the list. Now the analytic guys, the guys that showed up on the pick and roll ball handler analytics, Ty Jerome, who is with the Warriors right now. Andrew Nemhard, who's with the Pacers. He's not going to steal the job from Halliburton. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Chris Duarte actually was on that list, but I didn't add him here because I think he's more of a two. Malachi Flynn, another Raptors backup. I don't want to say these last two names, but I'm going to say them because it's not my opinion. It's what the analytics say. Furkan Korkmaz apparently as good as a ball handler in the pick and roll. And Aaron Holiday, who's in a backup for the Hawks right now. <clears throat> the third is a Josh Green type. So we have Josh Green. We don't necessarily need to replace him. But what about a backup for Josh Green? Because he, he might get in foul trouble, right? Might need somebody else there. Bruce Brown is on a two-year deal with the Nuggets. Next year is a player option for six mil. He might think he's worth more than that. They might not agree. Could he be had in the next two to three years? We'll see. Cam Reddish is also on that list. Um, Apparently, the Knicks said that they'll trade him for a second-round pick or a rookie contract guy that does different things. Not giving him no rookie contract guy. Well, I might be willing to give him a second to get a young player. Why the hell not? Not Am I getting a guy better than Cam Reddish necessarily with a second-round pick? Probably not. And the third one is Denny Abdia, uh, who came up earlier. Now, for that two-way guard, the list is very short for me. Gary Trent Jr. Looked it up. The Raptors have a lot of money decisions to make. They expect Gary Trent Jr. is going to opt out after this year because he thinks he can get more than 17 mil. And they don't want to pay him. Shot hasn't been falling this year. He could likely be had. The, uh, the article I read said that Van Vliet might be on the market for the same reasons, but I, I can't imagine he would do that. But I don't care because I don't want Van Vliet anyway. He doesn't fit what I need. <clears throat> Just putting that out there in the, in the world for y'all to think about. So roster adjustments, I need to get rid of some old people. The last thing, I did have a quick short list of bucket getters, Shake Milton, Malik Beasley, Kyle Kuzma, to watch out for in the next two to three years. All those guys are 25 or 26 or whatever. <clears throat> so I, I honed in. I, I wanted to dial my list down. I couldn't do everything. So I dialed my list down. There's three guys I want to try to get right now. Jackson Hayes, P.J. Tucker, Gary Trent Jr. Who am I keeping? Luca, 
Josh Green, Jaden Hardy. For now, I'm keeping Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, he has a 10 mil guarantee next year unless he hits that 50 games this year. And then it becomes fully guaranteed for 20 mil, but he's expiring after next season. I care about where we're at in two to three years. Could we potentially have cap space? We'll see after I uh, make a couple moves here. Dorian Finney-Smith, I want to try to keep him. That's Luca's translator. He's giving Luca the slang. So if I can keep Dorian, I'm cool with that. Everything else can go. Everything else is on the table. Let me read that back. Luca, Josh Green, Jaden Hardy, Spencer, Dorian. Everything else can go. The first, the ma- first guys I'm shopping actively, Christian Wood, big expiring. Dwight Powell, he's expiring. And look, I know he's a pillar of the community, all that good shit. I don't hate Dwight Powell. We can give him the Rubio treatment. We could trade you. You expire. We'll bring you back. If, the, if that makes y'all feel better about trading Dwight Powell. Tim. Fuck how they feel about trading the White Power. I'm, hey, I, I got to cover all my bases here. I don't need... Biz wants to trade White Power. He's a piece of shit. All right. Um, third, Tim Hardaway Jr. Hey, some championship contending type team might still believe in his shooting ability. They might not, they might not care how volatile he is. They might just want another weapon that they could throw out there and get some shots up. Somehow he has a reputation as a defender as well. God bless y'all. Reggie Bullock, a fake expiring. Only 5.4 mil is guaranteed next year. We'd be trying to sell him on his reputation as a 3 and D guy in that playoff run where he was hot. <clears throat> Guys have slumps. It is what it is. Of course, Frank. He's expiring. He might just be there for some contract filler. Theo Pinson expiring contract filler. Uh, Maxi, if necessary, can go. McGee, I would be begging people to take him. Berton's probably untradeable right now. Uh, he's got this year, next year, and then five mils guaranteed the third year. So maybe he'll be a trade piece for next year. Uh, didn't even address McKinley Wright, Dorsey, and Kemba. What are the risks as we start to look to make these moves? I'm getting to the finish here. I'm getting to the finish line. The risks. You start trading away all these dudes, you, you might fuck up chemistry, right? Might hurt people's feelings. People's vibes might not be immaculate. We didn't seem to care that too much when we did the KP trade 2019. When we traded... Pillar of the community, Harrison Barnes, in the middle of the game. When we traded the guy who we spent the whole year thirsting for and lusting over, Dennis Smith Jr., we didn't care. Some cared. Some cared a lot. But at the end of the day, holy shit, we got Porzingis. That's all I'm saying. The benefits, flexibility with the money. And get younger, so we have a team that will actually grow. We have reason to believe our team will get better 
over the next two to three years. Right now, we do not have that. We have a bunch of old guys that are probably only going to get worse. They're not going to get better. I got three moves. Let's do it. <clears throat> First move. I had to lay out the philosophy. I had to make sure it was out there. First move, I'm trading Tim Hardaway Jr. and Christian Wood for P.J. Tucker. I'm sorry, P.J. Washington, my bad, fuck. (laughs) For P.J. Washington and Gordon Hayward. Why would I do Gordon Hayward? I want to get rid of Hardaway's contract. Gordon Hayward expires sooner, even though it's a bigger contract. So short term, the the Hornets would save money because wood expires this coming year. Uh, I read up. Apparently, the Hornets offered P.J. Washington four years, 52 mil. And he said, nah, I want to get closer to 20. We are probably going to have to pay wood 20 to keep him. So I would much rather give P.J. Washington 20 mil to be an exaggerated, an explosion of the maxi type and a guy that's going to get better as we go along. I'm willing to do that trade and give PJ on a restricted free agent deal his 20 mil if that's what it comes to. I'm ready for that. And again, the Hornets save money in this deal, and they still get a veteran guy that can get buckets at Tim Hardaway Jr., the second move, this is the one you probably going to question a little bit more. Calling up Toronto. I'm trading them Dwight Powell, Reggie Bullock, and a future first for Gary Trent Jr. Now you might say, Biz, why the hell would Toronto do this? And I just told you, Gary Trent Jr. is expected to opt out. He wants Buku Bucks. that the Raptors do not want to pay him. Gary Trent Jr. is currently shooting 33% from three. He's in a slump. The Raptors said that he's not defending like they expect him to. So in the short term, maybe they think they can get that from Bullock. Dwight Powell gives them some depth, and they get a first-round pick. Save money, hopefully get what they need from get uh, from Bullock. Get to play some of their younger guys more, so they don't since they don't have to play Gary Trent through his slump. That's the second deal. The third deal is Javale McGee, second round pick for Jackson Hayes. Now, Biz, why would the Pelicans do this? Jackson Hayes is not in the rotation. Jackson Hayes is not going to be in the rotation. JaVale McGee brings that, that, that championship pedigree to the team. A team that suddenly finds themselves as the one seed. They need that veteran presence in the locker room to guide them on their way to this championship journey. 
Ain't that why we signed the motherfucker? Right? That's why we signed him, right? Why wouldn't the Pelicans also think that? Why wouldn't the Pelicans also believe the hype? Why wouldn't they turn on that, look at that Bulls box score and be like, damn, he giving them 18? He can still do it when he get a chance? We won't need him to play. We just need that veteran locker room presence. So after these trades, after the dust settles on these trades, my lineup is Luca, Gary Trent Jr., Josh Green, Dorian Finney-Smith, P.J. Washington at the five. On the bench, I got Dinwiddie, Jaden Hardy, Gordon Hayward, Maxi Kleber, Jackson Hayes. The idea would be that over the next two to three years, Jackson Hayes starts to figure it out. By that third year, him and Luca in the pick and roll is deadly. PJ Washington on the pick and pop is deadly. Gary Trent Jr. on the wing is deadly. Gary Trent Jr. and Josh Green are harassing guards on the other teams. Getting in the open floor, throwing down on people. Gary Trent Jr.'s name is by his beside his dad's on the court. That's a sexy, that's a sexy, that's a sexy situation for me, man. Like all, all those guys would be getting better over the next three years. Gordon Hayward comes off the books the same year as Spencer Dinwiddie. That's 50 mil off the books. Now, we probably would have given some of that money to Gary Trent and P.J. Washington. But it gives us more flexibility. Gives us more flexibility. Reese, what you got? Um, <clears throat> you went through a lot to just do three fucking moves, man. Like, I, I feel like I sat here for a whole fucking 30 minutes. Listen to you break down why you were going to do what you were going to do. And then what you are actually going to do only took like six fucking minutes. <laughs> but I digress. Um, I like the vision. I agree with the vision. I don't know how I feel about PJ Washington starting at a fucking center because <laughs> we just said we had an issue with rim protection. He he's not as bad as Dwight Powell. He's not much better either. He, I gotta pull it up. As far as rim protection, what what stats you got to show me this motherfucker's a good rim protector? So I oh I forgot to add this note. The flexibility would be depending on the situation. We might have to start Jackson Hayes. I would rather start Jackson Hayes. But we would go five out when we could. Jackson Hayes, I think, is capable of doing so. Originally, I had P.J. Washington, Jackson Hayes, and Dorian coming off the bench. Um, and I meant to break that down. Like, it'd be some flexibility like there. I wouldn't be married to Jackson Hayes. At this, like, he's not playing 30 minutes at the start. Right. But for size purposes, we would start Jackson Hayes. Um. I'm not opposed to, I'm more, I like Jackson Hayes starting more than PJ, but PJ is the better player. Let's not get hung up on that. Yeah. I'm not going to get hung up on it. That's I, I'm just, but I like the vision. Um, are is, 
Is part of your plan signing Gary Trent back during the offseason? Yes. For how much? Like, what's, what's, what number won't you go over? I'm not making – if they weren't willing to go over a certain number for Jalen Brunson, I could live with that because he's not the optimal piece. Like, I would have re-signed Jalen Brunson to trade him for Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr., I'm paying him whatever fuck he wants. Are you serious? If it's 25 mil, it's got to be 25 mil. Are you fucking serious? Dead ass. The way he's playing this year so far. He's still averaging 17 <laughs> points a game. I don't think, no, nah, hold up. No, nah, you can't do that. Because if Tim Hardaway Jr. was averaging 17 points per game, Gary Trent Jr. 33%. Gary huh? Jr. plays defense. That's the whole point. <clears throat> he plays defense. And as we've as, as I've specified in past episodes and will specify again, <clears throat> does Luca limit the amount of times other people touch the ball or the situations in which people touch the ball? Yes. He cuts out the fuckery. He will not. So Gary Trent Jr. is only getting butt naked for three pointers for the most part. He's getting one dribble pull up shots. He's getting the most efficient shots he can get in this scenario. I think his shooting percentages, I'm willing to bet his shooting percentages improve. He, we've seen him score 18 a points game last a year on efficiency. Uh, he was a 38% three point shooter in one, two, three. Hold on. What the fuck? One, two. This looks weird. Three of his four years. Or three of his five years, 18, 19, 19, 20, 2021. Why is this only four years? Two, three. It is five years. He's been a 38% or higher three-point shooter for three of his five years. His worst years were his first year and right now. I have to believe that the three middle years and his resume coming in. He turns 24 in January as well. And again, Jalen Brunson, I would have paid him myself as an asset play. Didn't think he was the optimal guy next to Luca. I do think I Gary Trent is. So if I am, I'm, I'm going to pay Gary Trent. You, you pay a guy, you pay a guy like Jalen Brunson, because before we couldn't trade for we couldn't trade Brunson for anything of value because of his contract. Exactly. Given that contract now you can trade him for something of value. I agree. Yeah. So if Gary Trent Jr. is giving me eighteen like he was last year, uh, on thirty eight percent from three, and playing defense, he's getting twenty five. If Tim Hardaway Jr. can get twenty and not play defense. The Gary Trent Jr. can get twenty five. That defense. wasn't a good contract either. The Hornets or the Pelicans were going to give him more, so that don't mean it was a good contract. It don't have to be a good contract. I just need him to work with Luca. I'm not playing and I'll send him anywhere. That's like number two guy money, man. Say what? That's like number two guy money. That's what I want him to be right now. And but he's two A and two A and two B with PJ Washington. 
So are they number two guys by definition or by circumstance? Are we confused about what Luka Doncic is at this point? I don't believe in the number two, the true number two for Luka Doncic. I need guys a slight step down from that that are able to move up to that. I need a three that can be a two on any given Sunday. PJ Washington can go off for 25. Gary Trent. I don't know about that shit, man. He can go off for 25. He didn't he have like an eight three-pointer game recently? A eight. Yo, what come on, man? You're gonna make me pull up his his game logs? Is that that what I gotta do? Go ahead. So currently he's averaging 15 points a game. I know. Let's pull it up. 2022-2023. We played 20 something games. He has a 30 point game. He has six 20 plus point games. So seven, okay. seven, one third of his season has been over 20. He has a 31 point game here, 28 point game. Those were back to back. 25 point game, 24, 28. Uh, 21, 26. Okay, I'll give him that. So he just, he, and, and Luca wasn't feeding him. Neither was LaMelo in most of those games. Yeah, I'll give him that. That's fair. Again, I don't need a true number two next to Luca. I've said this. This is why I was on the, his true number two is a guy that sets picks and rolls to the basket. And again, if I can get, that guy, that role man, that Jackson Hayes, I can get Jackson Hayes as his role man partner, his, his Mike Toby take over the world with Mike Toby situation, a guy that sets actual screens, which we haven't given him yet, besides Dwight Powell. And can also maybe defend the rim a little bit. Dwight Powell also, he's great in the pick and roll, but he's not the best finisher at the he's end not. of the day. So I need somebody that can finish more consistently in traffic and is not 30 years old. That would be optimal. I need that PJ Washington type who was Maxi Kleber, but athletic, more athletic. Maxi was athletic at one point in his life. His back is broken, spinal right now. <laughs> and I need that catch a shoot guy on the wing who also plays defense. That's Gary Trent Jr. That's all I'm saying. And now, still, well, basically, Green. your idea is to have Luca and a bunch of role players, but high level role players, Maybe guys who will never be number twos on a championship team, but in a Luca Doncic led team, can step up and be a number two any given night when needed be. Yes. And then I still have to have that Luca insurance. I need another ball handler facilitator off the bench to feed those guys which we also don't have. Okay. That's the vision. That's why I laid all that shit out. That's why I put all those names out there. Yeah. Now, I can't. I need another option for the Gary Trent Jr. role because I, I couldn't think of any real options off the dome. And then I had to come record. So that's, that's, out, that's out there. I need, if y'all got names, send them. When you, you say like, you need names for the Gary Trent Jr. option, what do you mean? Like, who are some other players that would fit that mold? That maybe we don't have to pay twenty five million next year. 
You don't have to think about it right now, but yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I got you. I'm putting the call out. I'm looking for who that other guy is because if I if it has to be Gary Trent, that's why it put me in a situation to have to give up first round picks and shit. Okay. Um, the other <clears throat> I avoided the Purtle because I didn't want to give up first round picks. If I could avoid it. That was a lot of shit. That was a lot of shit. Uh it is past nine o'clock on the east. <clears throat> Coming up on two hours. Almost a two hour pod for sure. An Reese, hour of it was your shit. Reese definitely fell asleep at some point. I didn't, surprisingly. <laughs> um shit, where are we at? We still gotta do the weekly shit. <laughs> well, we just got, yeah, let's 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 get into it. I forgot all about that. <laughs> hey man, I, I pitched this shit over a week ago, so you knew it was gonna be gonna be a hefty one. Um, I'm gonna check the fantasy league real quick because we haven't updated that in a while. Speaking of fantasy league, yeah. Speaking of updating that, I haven't even done my lineups. I've given up. Um, speaking of fantasy, you don't care about our money in this. <laughs> I, I was owing like four. Or owing, I'm a. I'm a. I was I'm down there to too. Make, I'm three and four now. I'm gonna try to make a comeback. I'm gonna try to make a comeback. Remember, eight teams made the playoffs. Okay, I'm gonna try to make a comeback. Um, uh, we recently. I recently did like a draft with some friends on 2K, like okay. online league. And I think I drafted like the best defensive one. Like, okay. My first overall pick was Jalen Brown. Okay. I had the 20th pick. It's a fantasy draft. So he's top 20? His overall is 90 right now. I fuck with it. Yeah. Okay. So it's a snake draft. So I had the 10th pick next. Went and got the Aaron Fox. Okay. Came back in the third round, got Lonzo Ball. You got two point guards, okay. So that's the Aaron Fox. Lonzo's gonna play shooting guard for me. Jalen's playing the three. Jalen's playing the three. Okay. I drafted John Isaac. Play power forward. Make make forwards great again, all right? Make forwards great again. Just to have some youth, I drafted Jabari Smith Jr. Just to see what he developed into. Are you playing? Is that your five? Starting five? Fuck no. Jabari right. Smith Jr. will not be my five. Um, I didn't know if maybe Smith. Isaac was the five. Zubox is my five. You still got Zubox in the six? Huh? Did you, you drafted Jabari Smith fifth or you drafted him sixth? I drafted Jabari Smith before Zubox. Okay. Yeah, I got Zubox late. People on crack, but all right. Yeah. Um, I drafted Jordan Clarkson to be my sixth man. Okay. Bucket getter. Uh, Chris Boucher, who okay. I got right after I drafted Zubats. Nobody was drafted centers? Nobody was drafted centers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Brooke Lopez was out there for so long. I'm like, yo, I'm taking Brooke. But the CPU took him. So, drafted Gary Payton the second. Interesting. Okay. After Chris Boucher and Zubox. So I'm going defense here, as you can tell. Yeah. Contavious Caldwell Pope. Okay. Drafted Nerlens Noel just in case I needed like a third center. You got all the centers. And for some more youth, I drafted Ty Ty Washington. Okay. 
Oh, and I snagged Eric Gordon just in case somebody get hurt. And Why I not? Yeah, just Jordan Clarkson insurance. Got it. Yeah. So uh, starting lineup gonna be Fox, Lonzo, Brown, Isaac, and Sue Fox. Okay. Make my bench lineup. Gary Payton running the point. Jordan Clarkson at the two. Caldwell Pope at the three. Um, Jabari Smith Jr. at the four and Boucher at the five. That's what I figured. Yeah. Have y'all started? No. Okay. I mean, we haven't. I haven't played a game yet. You running practices or? Yeah, learning the guy's shots. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> that sounds interesting. No, I did Shooting on this game is trash. So. Say what? Shooting on this game is like awful. I haven't played 2K in a couple of years. I did a 2K league a few years ago. It's interesting because, like, everybody from that league is doing interesting shit right now. Um, one of them is my Pelican homie that's locked up. He got the Twitter ban. Oh, I thought you I thought you was about to say, really? <laughs> <laughs> I say you just putting dude business out there like not that? Not defense. No, you're not in defense. Oh, he, uh, he's the one that did the um, Soldier Slim graphic for uh, – I think it was Brandon Ingram. Oh, okay. And it like made the rounds recently, and I was cracking up. I had to send it to him. I was like, "Yo, you on like the major sites and shit?" He's like, "Yo, send me that." Um, but hopefully, Elon free my homie, and he can come back to Twitter and be a man. Free me first. Hey, I free, but free, free the homies. All right, yeah, free the guys. <laughs> um, I got another dude that was in that league that's working in the NBA office right now. Uh, I think he moved to the WNBA. He handles like their marketing and shit. Uh, or like the he's he looks for angles to like put out articles and stuff for the WNBA. Another dude works for the Pelicans right now. I think he's an intern. Um, one of the guys finished his his law degree. He's passed the bar up in in New York. It's an interesting. It was an interesting collection of individuals going on. I can tell. Um, it was a fun league. I got my ass whooped a lot. Dang. <laughs> I, I realized I was ass at two K. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. It was fun. I would only go back to 2K to do something like that. Is this league like local homies or like online? Online. Okay. And I f- realized I fucked up. I don't know if I want to do this to you though. We got a, I got a submission on IG. Oh yeah, man. Uh, so Joel Max, Joel K. Maxwell, loyal follower. He left Twitter. I recognize the name for sure. Very active on IG. All right. So I guess he was responding while he was listening to the pod last night or last night's pod. He said, bro, you're speaking to my soul, talking about all these wrong side of 30 dudes that the Mavs keep giving money to. Mavs should have a 25 slash 26 or under rule unless it's a real ball player. No player signed to long deals, no player options, no 10 mil a year deals. The old players bash should sign or are on minimum or near minimum deals because they are ring chasing. Correct. Uh, He sent me the Mavs roster and he said like a key. So he said the green people are the starters. The blue are the subs or they're in the main rotation. Yellow or see how they fit and then decide if they need to go into trade packages. Red, we're trading as expiring deals. And the red line means just get rid of them in general. Like, that doesn't matter how. Okay. I'll go through the list. So 
his starting lineup. Oh shit. His starting lineup is Luca, Jaden Hardy, Josh Green, Dwayne Finney Smith, and Christian Wood. Rotation guys are Frank Nilakina. Hold on. I think he said Blue was rotation, didn't he? Yeah, Blue's the rotation. Sorry. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench. Maxi Kleber is in the rotation. He wants to get looks at Frank, McKinley Wright, Tyler Dorsey, and Kemba before he decides what he wants to do with them. He wants to trade Reggie Bullock and Dwight. Theo Pinson is fodder for trade as well. We got to get rid of Davis Bertans, Tim Hardaway Jr., and McGee by any means necessary. Okay. He said the all trade should be for young guys that are considered busts, but not because of injuries. So reclamation projects. <clears throat> but not guys that have been injured. So an interesting wrinkle there. He did throw together a trade with three teams. So in this situation, we get Evan Fournier, Rashawn Holmes, and Jackson Hayes. We're giving the Kings, Bullock, and McGee for Holmes. The Knicks are getting Devontae Graham and Dwight Powell. And the Pelicans are getting Tim Hardaway Jr. So I guess we're trading Tim Hardaway Jr. for Devontae Graham and Jackson Hayes. And then we're packaging... Graham and Powell to the Knicks for 48, which is questionable. But I see the vision. Minus 48, I see the vision. <clears throat> he does break it down. Uh, you just Dallas does minus it. what? 48. Oh. Okay. I'm tripping. Okay. He said Dallas does this for many reasons. Bullock is out of Green's way. <clears throat> McGee and Powell are replaced by Holmes and Hayes. And we get to try the Euro version of Tim Hardaway Jr. in Evan Fournier. The Euro is, version. That's Which funny. is the comparison I've made, personally. Um, the Pelicans, obviously, they wanted Tim Hardaway Jr. previously, so that makes sense. Um, the rest of it, I don't care. Whatever. Let's see. Sacramento does this to get off of Holmes' money and have an expiring deal in Bullock while still having a backup big in McGee. New York does this to make Jalen Brunson happy and send Evan packing, and they save some money. I guess getting power will make Brunson happy. New Orleans does this because THJ, who they offer bigger money to, is better than a center that can't get minutes. I'm not mad at it. Fair enough. Um, my brain is just fried at this point. From, <laughs> yeah, I'm just. It's funny because we recorded at like 2 a.m. the other night. And you're struggling at nine o'clock right now. It's, it's rough out here. Because I had to take in all of this stuff, and then you came with the long soliloquy and shit. And I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> you came with the PowerPoint presentation and shit. I'm just like, man, you know how you in class and that motherfucker up there presenting a project, and you like, man, can this motherfucker come on so we can go to work? Bueller. Bueller. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. I almost went. I, it was almost worse. So, for, so I, I apologize. Thank God it was not. Thank you for entertaining me. <clears throat> um, let's get to, to this end of this stuff. Uh, fantasy league. I'm gonna just point out the teams that are currently in the playoff positions because we haven't done this in a couple of years, and I said we would. Team Coops is leading the way at six and one. Watch the Throne is also six and one. Uh, at five and two, 
it's Drew. That's KT. It's uh, doing well in the East. In the other side of the bracket, the Baldy Point. Boys Don't Kawhi. That's Ishan. And Team Wild Bill are all five and two. Uh, from there, things get a little uh, tricky. The other four and three teams are Bay Area MFFL and SJ's Children. Everybody else is below three and four. So right now, those teams I named are the playoff teams. Your boy is a game back of SJ and Bay Area MFFL, so watch your back. I'm pretty sure I probably still only have one win. Um, uh, you you do, but you're not the worst team in the league right now. Okay. So you're one and six. Your boy Toby Boumaye is. Oh yeah, that's who I beat for my W. He's zero and seven. Yeah, sorry I had to do that. To you. <laughs> um, it's gonna be rough for you because you're in the side of the bracket that has the five four teams that are five and two or better. So you got four games to make up. It's a long season though. Uh, I got one game to make up to catch SJ or Bay Area MFL. Still debating moving Jokic, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, I am on my way to beating Team Wild Bill. You're actually winning right now. Good. You should probably set your line up. <laughs> I mean, it don't. Oh, it's Saturday. Today's the, day is the last the day. Dub. Yeah, you got the dub this week. Look like. All right, cool. <clears throat> Let's see. SJ and Boys Don't Kawhi had a throwdown. Uh, I think that's SJ and Ishan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Looks like SJ is going to win. Uh, watch the throne. Is going to get another dub. Uh, Bay Area MFFL is taking down X. Not saying the rest of that team name. The Balding Point is taking down Coops. That's a big showdown. So Coops going to get his second loss. Toby's losing to uh, Chico. And it looks like Saib is taking down KT. All right. Reese, give me that unsung hero, bro. Unsung hero of this last two and two week of the Dallas Mavericks goes to Christian Wood. Christian Wood wins the award this week. It was going to be between him and Tim Hardaway Jr., but um, actually it was between him, THJ, and Spencer Dinwiddie. But Tim Hardaway Jr. fell off. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was doing pretty okay. Uh, they were both actually doing good, but in my opinion, Christian Wood uh, was more consistent and a bit more impactful, so I decided to give it to him. Plus, I feel like he hasn't been talked about enough this week, and that is what the Unsung Hero of the Week Award is all about. So, I believe uh, I have it. I believe this is his third one. I think he might be tied with Spencer Dinwiddie at this point, but I'd have to check. I'm not sure. But even if I check, I'm not telling y'all on here because I don't want y'all to keep track. So (laughs) with that being said, uh, I'm going to kick it to Weatherman Bibbs for the weekly forecast for this upcoming week. What's on the horizon? I'll be right back. Give me like 30 seconds. What the fuck?
Hi, Reese. Uh, it's your boy, Weatherman Bibbs, here with the weekly forecast. Uh, we got one, two, three, four games on the horizon this week, starting with a little thunder. <laughs> We're going to be playing the OKC Thunder at home. Shy Gilgis Alexander has been killing it. Uh, that team is, uh, we need revenge against them too. We talked about last week how we got revenge against two teams. It's time to get revenge against the Thunder. That's on Monday. On Wednesday, we're welcoming the Cleveland Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell, the last time we saw him, it was uh, not a happy time for that boy. What happened to that boy? Uh, He's going to be coming in probably looking for revenge as well. So we got to shut him down. We got to let him know where his daddy is well. On Friday, the Portland Trailblazers, Dame Dalla, make him holla. Anthony Simons, Jerry and Grant. Oh my gosh. Yusuf Nurkic. That team has a lot of athletes. They have a lot of versatility, a lot of scoring. It's going to be interesting. And then finally, it's a back to back. Going to be playing the Cavs on Saturday up in Cleveland. That's a Blazers game at home. Fly to Cleveland. Uh, we know how we do on those. Will we rest people on one of those games? We'll see. Reese, back to you. Uh, let me ask you, what, did, what what's your prediction for the week? Two and two again? Um, I would agree. You you got an idea which two? I believe we beat uh, Oklahoma City, and okay. I believe we win the Cavaliers game in Dallas. I agree. I, think, I was going to say I think it's going to be just like last week. Yeah. Win the first two, lose the back to back at the end of the week. I can see it happening. I mean, three and one would be nice, but three and one. I want the Portland game. I believe is winnable, but. I'm not expecting it. I'm in the same exact boat. Like I, w- I wanted to say three and one, but feeling two and two. I think we've said enough. <laughs> I was gonna throw in a tweet to talking segment, but I think we said enough. The tweets are talking about fixing the Mavs. That's what that was. We did a yeah, gigantic, basically. a gigantic tweet to talking. Uh, I'm actually gonna have to edit this, so that should be fun. <laughs> oh man. This was a marathon. This this was for sure a marathon. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. Who? Nipsey Hussle. Oh, I thought you said never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna let Reese go sleep or whatever <laughs> he was planning to do. <clears throat> I'm gonna do what I was planning to do. And until next time. <laughs> I'm glad it's said a video podcast. Get us out of here, man. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't even want man. your face. Oh shit. Till next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>